Welcome to the Step Over Podcast. My name is Josh. Thank you so much for joining. On today's episode, we're here with a sports writer, a scholar, an athlete, a YouTube Twitch star, just a just a budding media personality. The multi-talented Jasmine McKnight is with us. Jasmine, welcome back to the podcast. Yeah, hello. Thanks for having me again. This is so exciting. Absolutely. It's great to see you into, you know, chat soccer again for those who need to get caught up. Um, Jasmine is the co-editor-in-chief for the Fulcrum, the University of Ottawa's English language newspaper. Um, Jasmine, you were on the pod late uh, fall last year after the GG's women's soccer team uh, had their season cut short in the OUA playoffs. Um, so it's been a minute. Um, how's your summer been? Like your off season from university life? Yeah, it's been an intense summer, I would say, stepping okay. into a new role at the Fulcrum. I was the sports editor for multiple years, so things are a little bit different now. Luckily, I have a wonderful co-editor-in-chief with me to kind of help balance things out. But then, in addition, I have been super focused on Ultimate Frisbee this year. My club team played in Worlds. And then this past weekend, we had Canadian Nationals. I'm a bronze medalist. So I saw that there was a medal <laughs> of some color and it's always hard to tell between bronze and gold. Like I strategically did not specify. I wondered. I did wonder. About <laughs> but yes, bronze medal, you know, happy to end the season like that and super excited for the GG season coming up. Fall sports are very fun. So much going on. Um, yeah, so, um, so let's talk a little bit more about the ultimate though. Um, cause we talked about it a bit last time and like, it's such a cool sport and I cannot throw a Frisbee. Um, but I like, I like the look of the sport. It like, it's great to watch. Um, so you, you got bronze at the nationals yeah, and your club team that's, it's called Stella, right? Stella. Yeah. Okay. So it can beat at the worlds. How was that experience? Like, was that, was that nearby? Did you go abroad? Uh, worlds was actually for us in Ohio. Um, okay. At a place called Lebanon. Okay. Lebanon. Yep. Um, not Lebanon. Lebanon. Not Lebanon. Lebanon. Okay. Um, just outside of Cincinnati, but I never actually got to go to Cincinnati. We just like kind of drove around it. Um, so yeah, like that was actually a crazy experience that like I I at the time it was very like emotionally intense. Like it was kind of just like a week of Cincinnati has that effect on people. <laughs> <laughs> like truly like it was just a week long of like dedicating our lives to frisbee and you know you're just like in a hotel for a week and you're not really like talking to people that you would normally talk to every day so it was definitely like hard in that way but then also like the coolest thing ever to like play against people from different countries and interact um with like people like why would I ever meet those people in any other situation like it was super cool um traded some jerseys got some cool stuff and like honestly just like we ended up getting 29th um which when you put in the world at the end like sounds way better than just saying 29th um because you get because that's like out of what like a thousand teams like probably. however many teams exist Ten thousand like, teams uh and you're, and you're 29th that's pretty good mm-hmm. and like i said like it was just like a cool experience and i'm only 22 so hopefully you know, when it, when worlds comes around again, like I'll get to go again and maybe it'll be somewhere cooler than Ohio, but <laughs> <laughs> what you didn't want to go see the mighty, uh, and what's, what's a place in Ohio. <laughs> exactly. What's a place in Ohio. <laughs> There's like a river that, that caught on fire. Cause it was so polluted. Like 
a few decades ago. That, that one, seems like so. the appropriate landmark. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So maybe someplace different would be good next time. <laughs> <laughs> to be um, honest, though, like the facility and everything was cool. Lebanon did a great job of hosting us. Good job, Lebanon. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, for an ultimate player, like what's the best exercise to help you like get really like good at that sport? Is there like, you know, something pe- that that ultimate players work on? Um, I think my team specifically, uh, we try to do like a lot of like footwork stuff. Um, there's like a lot of like directional, like cutting and everything. So actually like, like rolled just, ankles, like, like a concern. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, honestly, I came out of this nationals with a couple injuries. Um, it's actually, yeah, it's quite intense, especially okay. like when you're, when you're on turf and stuff. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But I would say like fun fact, like I think soccer players like translate pretty well to ultimate because of like the footwork and stuff like that. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, how are you feeling in your, in your role this year as, as the co-editor in chief of the fulcrum? Cause that sounds like a lot of responsibility now uh, falling on your shoulders. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting a little bit nervous. Um, <laughs> I feel confident cause I've like been there for so long, but then again, I've only been in the sports section. So I'm like, I'm hoping that everything else just like falls together um, and that I'm like capable of like using that knowledge and like knowledge that I've gained from like people I've worked with previously to help teach um, newer staff members in their roles. Um, but I'm also excited to, to like see like what kind of ed board I have and like the kind of um, content we're putting out. I'm, I've made it my co-editor-in-chief and I have made it um, pretty clear that we want to have more of a social media presence this year than we had previously. Um, so hopefully we can do like some contests on our Instagram and things like that. Um, yeah, I'm okay. also like pretty sad in a way to like not be the main person in the sports section. Um, but I'm also super excited for like a new person to take over and see what kind of like ideas they'll have. And, um, you know. I'll step in when I need to. Okay. Is there going to be like a little bit, like now that you have, you know, like as your paper now, like, is there going to be a bit more sports content in the fulcrum for the next year? Yeah, I think so. Because it's definitely just going to be hard for me to not like want to like partake and cover events like that, um, which I think will be good anyways. Um, I think a lot of sports like deserve more coverage than there was in the past. It's hard to do as one person when there's so many teams and so many games throughout the year. Um, So yeah, I definitely think there will be more sports content coming out and hopefully more content overall. Our team is a little bit bigger this time around. Okay. Right. Well, that's really exciting. Are you excited? Um, Like, again, like I know you're only 22, but like you're, you're the co-editor, you're, you're like the senior member there. Are you like, are you excited at the prospect of, of like bringing along you know, some fresh faced 18 year old to, <laughs> to do the sports content now. Yeah, I definitely like when I got elected, I thought back to like when I started and I had no idea what was going on. I'd never written a sports article in my life. I just, you know, emailed, can I volunteer? And you were just a walk on. Um, yeah. I, I really just hit them up. Cause I was just like, I don't know how to get started. So let me just try. And, um, yeah, the sports editor at the time actually sent me to a women's soccer game. And that was the first thing I covered. Um, and I just really liked it right away. So hopefully I can have like 
some sort of effect on whoever um, is taking on the role next where, you know, I can teach them some tricks as previous sports editors did for me. And send them to a women's soccer game as their first yeah. assignment. Mm-hmm. Kind of continue that tradition. Yeah. Get them hooked early. Exactly. And what a great way to transition to what we're here to talk about is mm-hmm. Gigi's Women's Soccer. Um, always one of the best programs in the country. Nay, the world. The world! The world! We're still riding that, world. 100%. <laughs> the still defending world champions. Yeah. So they kick off their 2022 season on, I got it written down here, hold on, September 3rd, away at U of T. Yep. Um, and not only is the program good at winning, but it turns out it's very good at producing professional players. And uh, I'm maybe you can fact check me, but I believe um, no other school has had more women's players uh, go on to pro careers um, than the University of Ottawa, like in terms of schools within Canada. I don't have that fact on hand, but I definitely <laughs> believe it, especially like recently, just like scrolling through their socials. It's always like sign, sign, sign. And it's like, yeah. chill, guys. Maybe this of, is like, not fair. of like active <laughs> players, maybe. Um, yeah. I think like I'm not sure if you follow wsoccer.ca on Twitter. Anyone who's not following, that's like the go-to for following Canadian women's soccer anything. Um, really good account. Um, I think I might have seen it there that uh, the that the University of Ottawa is just like like a professional women's uh soccer player factory. Um yeah. like do you know okay, so do you know why? Uh, Ottawa is able to produce so many players that like kind of are able to go on to to success uh in you know at the professional level I mean I think just like from observing it's one of those things where you have a successful program that players want to come be a part of which gives the school the opportunity or the program the opportunity to kind of pick which which players they think are a good fit for not only the team but like to go on and find success Um, So I think that's definitely like a huge factor. And just from being like around the team and um, watching games and, you know, being able to interview and talk to players, there's just been good leadership is what it seems. Um, So I would say just like having those good personalities to lead like those younger players and help them develop kind of just like pushes them forward into what becomes like professional careers and opportunities elsewhere because yeah like you know it seems that they also just you know attract good players mm-hmm. um like i found that uh you know a lot of schools you know focus heavily on players from the area that they're that they're from you know but ottawa seems to have like a lot of players from you know the toronto area from like quebec um like it's 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 more of a destination school for, you know for that program yeah, for sure. I, I actually get excited sometimes when I'm looking at the, the roster because I'm I'm seeing people from Saskatchewan and I'm like, oh, that's so oh, exciting. Really? Any uh, names yeah. that uh, you want to name drop right now? Gugan, she's uh, from Saskatoon and I've talked to her a couple times. Um, she came in during COVID, so maybe right before COVID. So okay. I don't know if she's like gotten to play much yet, but I did chat with her um, when she was coming in. And um, just as like a rookie profile. Yeah. So it was pretty exciting to like see that, you know, someone from Saskatchewan is in Ontario. That's super exciting. Um, but yeah, like you said, <laughs> like a lot it. of, yeah, they've made it. Um, <laughs> a, lot, a lot of like Toronto. And I think like even like Quebec a little bit. Um, Cause yeah. yeah. And then also just like a nice little is, core uh, of Ottawa players as well. So 
Okay. Because yeah, I think Cassandra Prevost, she's a uh, like I said, I'm a, I'm a, I may have butchered her name just now, uh, but I think she's yeah, from yeah. like she, she's the from Montreal s- area. Yeah, Laval or something. She's, yeah, something yeah, random. She's, yeah, she's playing like PLSQ with uh, I want to say AS Laval or something like that, mm-hmm. and it was doing. I think right. Getting some bangers there. Um. So yeah, that's a really nice thing to, for the program to be able to say about itself, like you know, producing all these professional players. Mm-hmm. Um. So the season last year, the regular season went really well by all accounts, but. Um, you know, got cut short against the damned queens. 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 Um, so, so, you know, obviously the team wants to improve from that OUA semifinal defeat. Um, are, are there any areas that the, that the team needs to improve on from last season? Yeah, I'm not sure if it's maybe a mental thing, just like when the team actually does get scored on and... Um, is like in a situation where, okay, we need to, you know, actually score and like win a game or else we're done. Um, just cause it has been an unfortunate trend. Um, okay. The last couple of years to lose out in that, um, semifinal game. OUA. Yes. Um, so I don't know if it's maybe a mental thing where they just kind of have to like stay in it and close out these games and close out the OUA portion of the season and make it to a nationals. Um, Cause I think once they get onto that, you know, championship stage, I do think again, that like we should have a winning team. Um, yeah, we'll see. It's also interesting to see like the change. There was a bit of turnover this year, I would say with like key members of the team, like Haley Walsh and Emma Lefebvre, um, no longer, in the picture um obviously they have kind of like been producing for the team for quite some time now but then like we were just saying there's so many good players coming in so it'll definitely be interesting to see how the team meshes and what we're looking at this year but I'm pretty confident that um it's another strong team okay are there any for fans for people who who want to know more um, about the upcoming season that like, you know, maybe they haven't been paying attention to the GG's new program before, but want to get into it. Are there, are there any storylines, uh, for the upcoming season that, uh, that might be interesting to watch? Um, you know what, like we mentioned Queens, I think we have like a really exciting situation where the home opener is against Queens. Okay. Um, and it's oh, going to be okay. a rematch. bit of, yeah, like a bit of a rematch, kind of like a revenge match to start, like not start the season, but start the season at home. And I think that would be like a really good game for people to come out to. I think like Ottawa should be coming out like flying, like wanting to win that game, especially because I'm, I feel like Queens is also going to be like another pretty good team this year. Um, As for storylines, like I'm pretty excited about like players coming in. Um, not only new players, but there has been some like interesting signings with like senior players as well. I don't know if you saw, um, we're getting Kayla Kyle from Bishop. Okay. And she's, she got a handful of um, recognitions last year in the RCQ, um, like first team all-star. I think she got some sort of like leadership award. And I'm pretty sure she also was acknowledged on maybe the second team all-Canadian for U sports. So Um, I believe she's a defensive player. So, you know, I think that's 
super exciting because Gigi's like we've always had firepower like scoring um so like that's an interesting addition um that unfortunately like we won't be able to have for a long time but exciting to see for this season um and then another signing I saw was Sierra Dunn from Waterloo um who also played four years um so I think like just kind of the and I keep saying it, but just all the talent that's here is like a storyline in itself. Um, and then I want to like kind of mention one more player in um, she was just at the U20 camp. Uh, she didn't make the final roster, but, um, but they might have been able to use her. I think I know. I think I know who you're talking about. Sadie. Yeah. Yeah. Sadie Seidenberg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And well, like now she, what is she going to do now? Like definitely another exciting player to watch. Um, I feel like she's, like, she's going to kill it this year. Oh, absolutely. And it's like, how, like if we're going to cheer for a team, I feel like you should be cheering for the GGs. Like I might be biased, but there's like, no, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. yeah I was just going to say like, there's so many like cool players that have these like random, not random, but like cool backgrounds and they're all just like playing the same place. Right. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. Like that's what we were kind of saying before is that it's, it's really like a destination really. I mean, you know, so Sadie's from Ottawa she, and she's uh, maybe one of the best players coming out of Ottawa right now, but, but the GG's program is just attracting, you know, these, these players that have played for years with other schools. And they're like, if like, I don't know about you, but if, but it seems to me like, like they're saying like, oh, I want to win now. And so yeah. I'm going to go to Ottawa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. And it's like, hopefully all these people, all these players are what it takes to finally like get back into that OUA championship game and eventually to um, the championship tournament, please. <laughs> <laughs> and I think Quebec city, it's so close. Yeah. Yeah. Truly. I think I would for, yeah, I don't see why not. Um, okay. Uh, so we've talked about a few players already, um, but, I, but I wanted to ask about, about uh, specific players you think fans should be watching. Yeah, I mean, now that we just like had that moment about Sadie, like yeah, yeah, like you you must pay attention to her. Um, <laughs> I also kind of like want to mention Kat Delev just because she's also been around for a while, and we are lucky enough to get her for another year. Um, I just feel like she's just consistently been a good player on the team. Trinity Trinity Esprit, um, I think she was Rookie of the Year in i don't remember if it was oua or u sport but um she's like a super athlete um so i think that's a another young player that you could just you know take a look at this year and maybe become a fan of for years to come yeah i she won a bunch of awards i, I think i'm yeah i'm i'm, I'm, I'm googling yeah. this now i just oh, looked okay, it up are, so okay. <laughs> oua east all-star uh, U-Sports Academic All-Canadian Indoor First Team All-Star. Uh, oh, yeah, she – did? I don't know how I forgot this. She got MVP at the World Cup, at the FISU uh, World Cup. She was the um, World Cup MVP? Yeah. How did Failed we, to okay. remember that for some Failed, reason. Yeah, but yeah. okay. Um, That's on yeah, both so of us. She, she, <laughs> she's got a handful of things, and she's only – this will be, I think, her third year with the team. So I, I imagine, she, like, she's got an upbridge – trajectory and we can Absolutely. expect more from her 
And you mentioned her earlier, actually, Cassandra Provost would be another one to keep your eyes on. I was going to say, I think she actually got OUA East Rookie of the Year okay. this past year. So it's like you have a handful of young stars and then like a handful of senior, like approaching their the end of their university career stars. Um, like if I honestly, I could sit here and give you a reason to pay attention to almost everybody on the team. <laughs> there's a ton of like star power yeah it's it. it's not fair <laughs> but that's also like high that like that translates to high expectations though right yes yes you know we're just talking about you know, were just talking about cassandra like you know, she's playing in the plsq which which has lots of players well older than uh you know than her and like a lot of her teammates um and she i believe she came in second in the plsq golden boot competition Damn. like yeah for being in her second year that's a pretty good that's a pretty good mm-hmm. stuff for her now Kata Love actually came up in one of my last episodes uh with which was with Haley Walsh who you mentioned right so I don't like I've never met Kat uh I've heard that she's a character though from Haley she <laughs> said that she would be a good podcast guest I so I she was like my go-to um interviewee on that team for a while I would say okay um just because sometimes I'd I'd need just like some quick quotes like last minute sure. stories or couldn't catch somebody after the game so she just got like became a reliable source I would say um but one of my like most memorable interviews was actually with her after the world cup her and um I'd also talked to Michaela Morton another it, pro now yes <laughs> another just superstar everywhere yeah <laughs> but she's just kind of goofy like just like <laughs> sweet kind of goofy like okay so Kat love if you're listening I'm probably gonna ask one of the podcasts at some point <laughs> yeah. this is two people these are two two people who make it sound like you'd be a good guest so yeah definitely I I, I just find her like I maybe put her on the spot with the language situation um she like primarily is French okay. um so I think sometimes it was just like little silly trip ups and it was just like really enjoyable to speak to her like she's just like a very positive presence also yeah I really like her in my like limited interactions with her and then as far as like actually like the game goes she's just like another player who has like a a list of recognitions awards um and like I said before like I feel that she's been pretty consistent in her contributions to the team I believe she's still serving as a captain she was last year I was about um, to ask if she was like kind of seen as one of like the leaders mm-hmm. this year yeah for sure okay um what are the three biggest games in the calendar in your opinion Oof. I think like I mentioned before that Queens game is going to be a really big one um being on home turf for the first time in the season and then playing against you know the team that you know made them and their previous season um, so that will be a big one. That's on September 9th. So just over two weeks. Um, I will definitely be there. Everybody should be there. I'm not I like so the Carlton games, I think, really are just like a big question mark for some reason. Um, playing against Carlton seems to produce like some strange results. I think last year they split over that weekend. Um, Surprising, right? Yeah, because Car- like Carlton's not all that strong. Um, so that was like super strange. So I think those games again are like in town so you could see them um, live, but also are just like, 
I really want to know what happens this year, um, especially if we're seeing a similar thing where the GGs are just, you know, rolling teams. Um, and I saw that Carlton's having, I think maybe you shared it actually, that they're having open tryouts. Is that normal for them? So I don't know. I wasn't sure if that was like a regular occurrence or if we're kind of seeing like that program maybe struggle a little bit. I don't um, know. Cause um, so one thing uh, there's one website, 49 sports net, which is like uh, like the main website that like kind of covers university sports across yeah. Canada. They actually thought that like, like the guy that, that, that wrote an article previewing the OUA women's um, comp this year uh, thought that the Ravens were actually going to be a little bit, a bit stronger this year. Um, so I don't know if it's just like, like a regular thing that they do. Um, I think that, that they do it with, with a bunch of their sports as a former GG, I'm okay with slandering the Ravens. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I like, I kind of like the narrative that they might be struggling. In my next episode, <laughs> I'll probably take the opposite position and just, <laughs> as I preview the Ravens season. Oh, I should probably cut this. Oh man. <laughs> no, I mean, no, no, on staying. one hand, like. It would be very exciting for them to be strong, just or like stronger, just to have those rivalry games kind of like yeah. be more exciting. Um, since they're games that like I can actually attend. And then I'm I, I think I think it's hard to say, like looking right now, like what is gonna be a good game and what's not until we kind of see like what the other programs are looking like. But um I guess I would mark the home open or not the home opener, the season opener on the third just you know it's exciting to finally like see them um actually play they had their training camp camp on august 20th around okay. then um yeah just exciting to see like what comes out of that and you know their unfortunately extra long off season um okay so we were talking about you know the ottawa carlton game so something that i thought that would be fantastic for a long time is you know there's a panty game for football Mm-hmm. Um, and there's been the Capital Hoops Classic for like years as well. And they started like like an Ottawa Carlton game. Uh, I don't know if it's men's and women's or just men's, but there's like the Colonel by Classic. Yeah, yeah. Like the women's hockey. one has a different title, but oh, okay. yes, yeah. So like, I think they should have a panty game, but like, well, I guess I don't would it be they? for men's? I don't know. I think it would be killer. Yeah. I think if you like did like a double bill with like an Atletico Ottawa game, just be, and just get like like in TD. Yeah. That would be actually electric. That would be like, so cool. Like like everyone who buys like like a like a soccer panda game ticket also gets a ticket to like Atletico mm-hmm. Ottawa and just have like 24,000 people watching two games of soccer. We need to clip and this like, and send it to I, who's in charge. How do we do that? <laughs> I don't know. You're we smarter than I am. You you know how these like I think you you would know how these like how this works better than I do. We need to send lots of emails and put it into action. Okay. So that's our post podcast goal. Yeah. <laughs> that's our homework <laughs> for tonight. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I have a co-advocate on this. This is excellent. Yeah. That would be so cool. Why, it would has be so great. Thought, has nobody thought of this already? I've brought it up before and and like, and the five people that follow me like it, but, uh, but we need to kind of like spread it yeah. out. We got to do it for those people. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Um, Zoom is going to kick us off soon. So I got, I got uh, one, one more question. Okay. I need some predictions for the season. Oh so God. I'm putting you on the spot and we're going to check this at the end of the season. Uh, okay. What will their regular season record be? And my, okay, let's start there. Okay. My, in, my initial response is to say that we're undefeated. Okay. But I think I'm going to go 
I think I'm going to go 10 and two. So like 10 wins, two losses. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. In- interesting. Not a undefeated season. No, it's some, I, some, some things make me a little nervous. Interesting. Interesting. I agree that they won't be undefeated. I'm not sure if they'll lose, but I don't think that they'll be undefeated. I think they yeah, might be like I, I like, you know? yeah, I could definitely consider some ties in there. Cause like, like you kind of swayed me. Cause originally I was thinking like, I think they, I think they might like lose once or twice as well, but like, then we were talking you're talking about all, like all these star players. I'm like, yeah, oh there's my too God, many good players, so much, actually. So many good players. Like, especially on defense now. I think like the so addition key, of though. Trinity before was like great for our defense, but I still felt like it wasn't complete. But now we're getting like, okay, I changed my answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And will they qualify for the national championships in Quebec City? They will this time. We're manifesting it now. Boom. Yeah. Done. Manifest. Yeah. I'm going, Excellent. I'm going to go 10 to zero. Excellent. And then qualifying. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Excellent. Yeah. Mark it, write it down. <laughs> I'll tweet it. <laughs> Done. All right. Before I let you go, um, are there any upcoming pieces or personal projects you'd, you'd like to plug and where can people follow you and find your stuff? Ooh, okay. Um, my Instagram is j.mcknight08. I feel like I provide like every single update possible there, whether it's my writing, my Twitch, um, my existence, and my um, ultimate. You do exist in the world. I do exist. It's true. Um, So mainly everything's there. Um, If you go on the Fulcrum website, which is just the Fulcrum.ca, yeah, I'm pretty easy to find. I'm usually in the sports section. A little here and there in the art section, news now, everything that uh, with being co-EIC, got more responsibilities. Um, As for upcoming projects and things like that, um, nothing specific. I'm trying to graduate right now. I have three courses left. I really can't fail, Um, but I'm sure (laughs) that, (laughs) I'm sure that there will be a lot um, of content coming out on my Instagram. And if not on my Instagram, the links to those things will be on the Instagram. Once again, that was my chat with Jasmine McKnight of the Fulcrum. I want to thank her for joining. Always a fantastic guest. And just to touch on once again, that idea for a Panda game style game uh, between the GGs and Carl's and Ravens women's teams. Seriously, how has this not been done yet? Like if it has to do with an issue with scheduling and that's just a bigger hurdle than it seems like to an outsider. I can I can understand that. But if no conversations have ever taken place about this, what are you doing? Like if I'm someone from the OUA, U Sports, GG's or Carlton Athletic Departments, Athletico Ottawa, the CPL, I am writing an email, I'm getting on the phone and doing whatever I can to make a double bill happen, like a soccer day in Canada type event. Cuz if you're not, are you against making money? Do you not want to, to set U Sports and CPL attendance records? I, I just, I, I, I'm baffled. Just baffled. So yeah, advocating for this might be my new project. And I'm glad to have Jasmine on my side on this. On that note, though, that will do it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you have a chance, please like, subscribe, any place you can do those things. And hey, if there's something you want to hear on the podcast, reach out, let me know. Until next time, my name is Josh. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you.